Hey everybody. Welcome. It's the Geekwiss Muscles. Hey everybody. Geekwiss Muscles Podcast. It's about science, technology, spirituality, and something else. I think I pushed the wrong button. Welcome. I think I pushed the wrong button. Yeah, whatever. Now this here's a warning. This program contains information regarding exercise, diet, and nutrition. Before starting any exercise program, altering your diet or nutritional requirements, consult a physician. Mike Robert is not a doctor or nutritionist. He is just a geek, mostly a nerd, and a Star Trek fan. And even then, not so much the new ones. And hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Geek with Muscles podcast. Yes, we are so excited about today's show. George is taking a little vacation from the show, and hopefully he'll be back next uh, episode. But today's episode we're really excited about. It is being produced by special requests from one of our listeners on the other side of the planet, Australia. Yes, we actually have listeners from Australia. Dan Brewer from Australia has a fitness routine and he's kind of hit what a lot of us go through. We've hit a a plateau when uh, building lean muscle and he was wondering if we had any tips to help him gain more lean muscle when that kind of thing happens. So we have a lot of information for Dan uh, coming up but I first want to introduce our special guest. As you know, Recovery is a very important part of building lean muscle, and it's often overlooked, especially by those uh, really hyper-aggressive people into fitness, they're like uh, you know weekend warrior types. Jason Venkis has been a personal trainer for over 12 years, and he's also an entrepreneur who has recently developed a fitness recovery drink called Regain. We're going to pick his brain about building lean muscle and actually try regain later on. But please welcome to the show, Jason Venkis. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm good. It's been a long day, but but I'm still upright. <laughs> That's great. And is, is this your first podcast? No, uh, actually, I have been on a couple of podcasts. Um, I have been on the 81 podcast with Asif Ali. Um, he is a uh, former minor league football player. Um, I've also been on a couple of boxing uh, podcasts, including the the Will Power Quakes podcast, uh, podcast, as well as my friends who own a bike shop called Crank Revolution Cycling. They also have a podcast, uh, obviously, about cycling. Oh so, wow! Um, you, you've been you you've been on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we've been mentioned. We've been mentioned and reviewed also on one of my favorites, actually, Ten Junk Miles, which is a bunch of crazy uh, ultra marathon trail runners. Oh, very um, cool! So we we had a review on there, and we've kind of formed a partnership with them as well. Oh, that's awesome! Well, we're really excited to have you on today's show. My first question for you is: I'm really interested in how, as a personal trainer. You came up with this idea about regain. So for me personally, I I struggled a lot with my health through my 20s, even had a a little bout of alcoholism and managed to turn all that around by by starting to run and get in shape and and, and lifting and stuff like that. And then along with that, I kind of also changed my nutrition from like the standard American diet to a more natural uh, 
a more a more natural diet, basically less processed foods, less less extra ingredients. Okay. So that kind of that that whole fitness thing kind of turned into an obsession. It started out running five k races, and then it became ten k's, and it became half marathons, then full marathons, then half Ironman. Oh wow! Um, so with these half Ironmans, I knew I needed more than like just water to rehydrate and okay. to recover. So I kind of started turning towards coconut water. Yes, but I, I love coconut I didn't water. Like, yeah, I, and I didn't. That's the okay. thing. I was about <laughs> I was about twenty nine or thirty at the time, and I did not. I didn't like the taste of coconut water, but I also knew that Gatorade, Powerade, that kind of stuff would just completely upset my stomach. Plus, at that point in my life, too, I was trying to get away from the chemical preservatives, the colors, and the dyes. So I, I kind of started playing with the coconut water. Okay. And at first, I added just tart cherry juice because I had read from a 2010 study that tart cherry juice helps reduce oxidative stress and muscle soreness. Oh, so that okay. was kind of, yeah. And, and it flavored the coconut water a little bit. Yeah. And it was okay. And I had people, you know, someone's like, someone tried like can i try that i'm like sure and they're like you know if you tinkered with this a little bit you could probably you know bottle it and sell it and i'm like yeah okay whatever and i didn't think anything of it and then years a few years later after some battles off and on with kidney stones and hydration problems i decided to start tinkering with it by adding lemon or lime juice because there's two flavors of it right lemon or lemon or lime juice to each flavor. you know one in one but you can't mix them together for some reason it tastes terrible. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, so lime in one, lemon in the other, and then just a pinch of pink Himalayan salt. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Yeah. But I don't want, and, 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 you know, and I don't want to do anything extra to this. So how can I make this shelf stable? So for after a while of researching, you know, found the hot fill method. The hot fill method means you heat it up. You don't boil it because if you boil it, you boil out the nutrients. Right. You know, so you heat it up and get it into bottles with a certain kind of cap and i do and you noticed i use glass yes you can you cap it you turn it upside down it it melts a little bit of plastisol inside the cap and you cool it and so far we've been shelf life tested out to six months okay at room temperature so if you have a bottle laying around that's older than six months what what sort of what what happens to it (laughs) To be honest, it could it could still be good for up to a year. We just don't officially have it shelf life tested out that far. Okay. So that that's another reason we're kind of keeping our sales local at the moment. I mean, we can obviously ship it to people if they want to pay the shipping rates. Right. Uh, but, you know, we're working on getting into stores and whatnot. So when we get towards that, we're going to start shelf life testing out further. It's just that that shelf life testing comes with a huge huge price i can't imagine huge price tag so i wanted to keep it natural i wanted to keep it without you know without adding any colors any preservatives any flavors anything artificial and it's just those four ingredients and when you look at the nutrition on it the electrolyte nutrition compared to say, gatorade and powerade is far superior for a 16 ounce bottle you're gonna get a thousand milligrams of potassium over a thousand yes i noticed and, that yeah it was really high in in potassium yeah, and actually, that's still only t- less than twenty-five percent of the recommended daily allowance. Okay. Most people don't know this, but the average person needs forty-seven hundred milligrams per day. That's the average person, let alone someone who is out either sweating, either it's whether they're lifting, running, biking, whatever they're doing. Um, they actually need even a little bit more. 
Wow. Well, we actually tried Regain over the weekend, George and I, and uh, we had a really good time with it. Uh, let me go ahead and play our, our Regain testing that we did this weekend. Okay. Hey, everybody. Well, it is our first product demo on the Geek with Muscles podcast, George. Yay! I'm excited. I'm excited, too. This is um, a recovery drink. It's called Regain, and it was sent to us by Jason Venkis, the owner of Regain and the developer. And um, I'm just super excited about uh, about trying this. Uh, I, I guess we're moving up in the world because now we're getting, you know, products. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, so yes. cool. Yes. So um, it's all organic. It's, um, it's great. Uh, it's sustainable. We'll talk about it in a little bit. George, why don't you give yours a try? Let me give it a try right now. Hold on. I hear drinking noises. Mm, yeah, because I have the... Uh, I put it right on the microphone. Mm. All right, so I love the taste. I'm tasting that tart cherry, which which is like accented by the salt. Like it's bringing up that. Okay. And with a hint of coconut water. Mm, I love coconut water. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. This this is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. I think uh, tomorrow morning when I start doing my yoga, which I am starting tomorrow, I'm going to take some of this right after. Oh, good idea. Yeah. DDP yoga. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. So we gain. Are you going to ask me? <laughs> oh, should I ask? Hold on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask me what I think about it. Hey, Mike. Hey, George. How do you, what do you think about Regain? Okay, so I have to say <laughs> it is really good shit. Okay. <laughs> I thought I would, I, I feel bad calling it. It's not shit. I mean, no. it's really good, but you know, shit in a good way. Yes. And um, I thought I was going to have to lie, mm-hmm. uh, but it's actually delicious. It I is mean, good. I love coconut water, first of all. And uh, I, I love all the ingredients. I love it's all organic. Uh, the You're even supposed to send the bottles back to have them recycled. Oh, wow. And uh, this was sent to us by uh, Jason Venkis, who we're actually talking to on this episode, except we're taping this part days before. Yeah. Because I wanted to really, um, like I said, if I had to lie about it, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted some time. But, dude, this is really good stuff. I love this. So make sure you guys try regain. Hi, regain. 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 <laughs> make sure you guys try regain. Regain. Crafted entirely with non-GMO organic coconut, tart cherry, Himalayan juice, Himalayan salt, and lime juice. Yes, great for post-workout or pre-party. Yeah, and I like else. the pre-party idea. You know what? There needs to be another thing that says other ingredients. Oh yeah, like what? Vodka. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'll let you guys know later on. Okay. I'm okay, gonna George, add, this I'm was gonna great. Yeah. And so now, I okay, we're back to the show. Okay, so that was George and I trying Regain and uh, for the first time this past weekend. And let me tell you, it was delicious. And I actually, it was sad because, you know, it's been sitting in my fridge for, for a while. 
and then I had to ship it to George. <laughs> and then because we were trying to get our schedules to match up to meet up in person. So I shipped it to him. And I wanted to save like half the bottle for my partner, Eric, so I could give him some and say, oh, my God, you have to try this. I drank the whole thing. Like <laughs> I kept drinking it and then I'm, I'm like, oh, crap, it's done. So, yeah, really good stuff. I mean, amazing. So, Jason, I wanted to ask you about, I, you know, I love the sustainability angle of this product. What how important was it? To incor- for you to incorporate that into the the selling of, of Regain? Uh, extremely, extremely important. I've always kind of just been this like earth-loving hippie kind of type, at least in at least in nature, maybe not always in demeanor, but uh, but it's always been important to me to kind of like, you know, recycle and, and, and reuse and all that. So with this, we have something here uh, – in Illinois called Oberweiss milk, which um, I I believe it's only in Illinois, uh, but they still do the glass bottles, like the old days of the milkman that would, you'd put the glass bottles out, they would give you new ones and you'd get your deposit back or whatever it is. And they would sterilize and reuse the bottles. Oh my gosh. And I I figured if (laughs) if they can do it, why not me? Yeah. So because I'm selling locally in Chicago, like a lot of it is me in person, uh, on occasion, it's somebody else delivering for me. My father's retired. So sometimes I, you know, if I'm busy, I'll tag him to deliver. But I get about right now 75 to 80% of my bottles back. They go through a double sterilization process after they, they get washed. And then they go through a double sterilization process, all non-chemical based and then reused. That's amazing. That what a high percentage. That's that's really surprising. Now, yeah, so far so good. Yeah, yeah. And now to go back to Dan's question, Dan Brewer, our listener from Australia, he's had some issues with you know he's been working out, he's been doing really well, but now he's hit this plateau like a lot of us you know do when we're working out and exercising. And what that's one of the reasons I really wanted you on the show was because Regain is about recovery. AIDS in recovery, and you mentioned the cherry juice, how important that is. I, I wanted to emphasize to our listeners, I don't think a lot of people realize how important recovery is post your workout. What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> well, I'm, I, I run in a lot of running groups, or I should, I'm around a lot of running groups, and, and it is going to be similar to where everybody wants to see results, everybody wants to see results, everybody wants to see results, so they push and push and push and push and push, Right. and any time that there's a little injury or whatever, or they're sore, or they're tired, they push through it, and then it ends up turning into a major injury, so, you know, with fitness in general, it's, it's the same thing, you know, it, you got to listen to your body, and if your body says recover, you need to recover. Because if you push too much through certain injuries, you're you're gonna end up hurting yourself, or your body's gonna go. You know, if like in Dan's case, his body might be going into like a defense mode. Okay. Our bodies tend to do that. It's like, you know, when they go into like starvation mode, if we're you know not getting enough calories or whatever, then our body starts you know holding on to to fat, into anything that they can turn basically into energy, in muscle fat both of those can be converted into energy not until you deplete all your carbohydrate stores but um yeah recovery is huge if you're not letting your body recover um your body's going to go into that defense mode and sometimes it will plateau 
Right. You know, I, I found out for myself personally, one of the things, and I got this, I was actually watching a YouTube video years and years ago, and this gentleman that was, I believe, a competitive bodybuilder, he would take, and I love this idea, and I started doing it myself. If I if I noticed, you know, you kind of notice your body, like you've been working out really hard and your pumps are going away, and you're like, well, why are my pumps going away? Because, you know, I'm looking kind of deflated in the mirror, but I've been, you know, going to the gym so consistently. And so what he would do is he would take six weeks off the gym. Oh, wow. Yeah, he would take like a six-week break. It, I think it was once a year. And he was doing this for like, a reset sort of thing. Now, I don't take six weeks because I think I would go out of my mind. I started working out in 1993 and it's it's just such an important part of my, uh, my, my life now. You know, it's been doing it for almost 30 years. So I don't do it that long. But every now and then I take a maybe three week break, you know, and I'm not shy about it. And I think a lot of people are sort of shy or afraid uh, because when they're in this fitness sort of mode or this mind space that like you mentioned, you know, like gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And they underestimate that the value of, of rest. Now, another thing I do, Jason is, and I want to get your opinion on this is I will change up my routine like drastically, like, Oh, sure. Yeah. Cause I'm like, maybe I'm doing bench presses, and my routine is very – now, I do listen to my body. I really like that you said that. Like when I go into a gym, I don't specifically have like a back day or a chest day. I just do what I feel like my body wants me to do. Yeah. But I find that changing the exercises sometimes drastically really helps. Is that something you see with your own clients? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean when I work with clients, I never give them the same workout twice. Okay. Um, you know, I try to change it up from workout to workout, and some sometimes, I mean, I do a lot of corrective exercise to, to start with people just to reduce the chance of injury. But once they're kind of like up to a certain level, then yeah, it's like it's changing it up. It's that whole muscle confusion thing. I, the whole thing. I don't know if Tony Horton started it or if it started before him, but that was the first time I heard it with that P ninety X. Yes. And yes. Th- that was probably the first and probably the only only beach body thing that i would ever <laughs> ever go to because <laughs> the business model for beach body turned into what it is and every beach body coach i've ever known ends up disgruntled in the end and has a house full of product they can't move but uh um, no the, uh, going back to the whole muscle confusion thing and changing it up absolutely if you're i mean your body's going to your body always adapts right right totally. your body yeah. always adapts to what you're doing and will take the path of least resistance so that's why you have to go in and, and, and change it up you know it's not going to your, your body adapts but when your your body builds when it gets something new because now it has to work to adapt to something else so yeah. definitely change it up if you're doing the same if you're just doing cur- biceps are so hard because if you're just doing curls all the time you're definitely going to plateau at some point Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You know, if you're if you're just doing chest, pr- you know, just a regular bench, and you're not mixing it up, even doing butterflies or throwing in like medicine ball, like power activity and stuff like that too, you know. So I'd be interested to look at Dan's routine, and see routine. The, the, just the word routine right there kind of like makes me think maybe he's doing the same thing over and over and over again. Now with the personal trainer certification, it's is I'm certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And they have a, a progression. You go through progressions, and you start out with 
corrective exercise, correct any any muscle imbalances before you move on to stability. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you move on to strength endurance, and then you move on to they used to call it hypertrophy, but now it's like muscle building. But you move through these steps, and you change each time. Each time you're going through it, you're changing not only the exercises you do, but you're changing what they call the acute variables. You're not always just doing three sets of twelve. All of a sudden, now you're doing explosive exercises at the power level, and you're doing three sets of ten, and you're changing the you know the percent of of your one rep max that you're using for that for that workout. Right. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it makes total sense. It also sounds like you totally kick my ass if we were at the gym. <laughs> like I would be, <laughs> if I was your client, I would be like, holy shit. <laughs> it, you know what? It just depends. I start with, with I, that's that's the thing. When I work, I did work for a, a big gym for a while, and people will come in like, I'm not ready for a personal trainer yet, and that and that really, that's really that's the old school thought of personal trainers. Like you hire a personal trainer to kick the crap out of you, right? But you're seeing more and more now that personal trainers are going to work with you where you're at and build you up. Yeah, I have because, to agree. Yes. I had a personal trainer for about eight, 18 months, and it was it was amazing. It taught me some things that I didn't know, uh, new ideas, new routines. I mean, all sorts of cool stuff, and uh, it was great. It was great. So yeah. I, it's it's I think a lot of – that's a stigma that maybe a lot of people have that they're like, well – I'm a bodybuilder and I can't go to a personal trainer because I am, you know what I mean? They don't get it yeah. that it it's not a sign of weakness. It's, it's good assistance. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'll get people too. They're like, look, you know, what's your advice? I, I haven't exercised in five or six years and I want to do Zumba. I'm like, if you jump into Zumba right now, after sitting on like, you know, not doing anything for five or six years, you're probably going to have either a knee or a back or a hip injury. Oh, totally. You've got to you've got to build a base first. You can't just go into, I mean that Zumba really, when it comes down to it, for according to the NASM, the periodization training model, that's in the power level because you're pivoting, you're twisting, you're in, and if your body's not used to that, <laughs> because you've been doing a lot of either sitting at the desk and moving forward and you know backwards and forward and side to side without any pivoting. And you just throw that at your body, yeah, you're probably going to get hurt. I'm really glad you brought that up because I will even, if I take a week off the gym or if I miss, you know, three or four days, when I come back, I ramp up. I never start at the intensity that, you know, was before because I have had the unfortunate experience of tearing my bicep off the bone. And so, and, and oddly enough, it didn't happen at the gym. It was something very minute it 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 was everything to do with an awkward position and i was putting a tv on the wall that only weighed 26 pounds it was a flat panel but i was sure. reaching out over a shelf and i was dehydrated at the same time um. and that muscle snapped i mean it was the most and it put me seven months into physical therapy into not going to the gym so talk about a re- <laughs> like a reset of you know yeah you uh, know, of yeah. all that before I got into personal training and I wasn't able to explain this at the time but I I worked as a I did a lot of warehousing like as a, as a supervisor okay and I would have people that were you know lifting all day long and they were they were you know lifting by it was PetSmart so a lot of like cat litter and giant bags of dog food right right and they're lifting this stuff all day long eight hours right no issues no issues then they're sweeping the dock at the end of the day 
They bend over without bending at the knees to pick up a piece of paper, and that's when they throw their back out. Yes. Well, the, the problem was they were lifting wrong all day and were lucky enough not to throw their back out then, but the whole time they're lifting wrong, they're creating all this muscle imbalance, and then you do that one simple move, and all of a sudden, bam, you're down. Yes, ex- exactly. Now, I have a question for you. One of the things that really helped me uh, explode in muscle mass uh, at one point in my life is I changed my diet and I changed my supplements. And one of the things I changed to was whey protein and I haven't taken it in a while. What are your thoughts about, about whey protein? Uh, so for me personally, I don't do dairy. Okay. Um, Oh, interesting. Okay. If we're, if we want to talk about protein in general, um, it's definitely, I mean, muscle is made up of protein. Right. Uh, so whether it's whey protein and I don't, you know, I'm not one of those vegetarians, you know, that I used to be vegan, but that like is real judgmental and all that. But um, <laughs> everybody does what no, everybody does really? what works best for them. So, because I mean, I know some vegan bodybuilders that are are, are big as hell. Yes, <laughs> you know, and they use you know pea protein. But anyway, protein, whether it's pea protein, whey protein, is definitely going to help. But I think that the biggest thing that you got to think about is when you're losing weight, you want to be in a caloric deficit, right? You're, you're burning more calories than you're consuming is what you're saying. Yeah. So when you're gaining weight, even if it's muscle, you want to be consuming more calories than, than you're burning. Right. In, in order to put that muscle on. So, you know, if and that could be an issue for him. I mean, in, in if it's, you're getting it in the form of protein, that's definitely going to help as well, getting those extra calories. But if you're trying to do lean muscle mass as opposed to bulking, and you don't want to add that fat, it's it's a very, very, very fine line. Yeah, incredibly like, no fine more line. Than, <laughs> no more than 250 calories plus. It's it's that sweet spot for a lot of people. It's it's very tough. And yeah, I mean when you're when you're bulking, when you're trying to put on bulk, you're you're not caring so much about if you're putting fat on with it. If you're trying to do like a fast bulk, right? Right. Right. So I, you know, I've seen, I've never done that myself, but you know, you see people with the, the big bell box and, and also like a five piece fried chicken dinner. Cause they're trying to put on all these, you know, put on, put on all the, all this weight. Um, so you'll see that. And then they lean out afterwards. But if you're trying to do it where you're just building lean muscle, it's, it's, ve- it's that very fine line, no more than putting in 250 calories than you're putting out. That's hard to do. It is. It's very hard to do. I mean, you it's it's meticulous, but you know, counting calories, it's because I'm not one I have a kid now, so for me to just eat clean all the time is gotten pretty hard. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> count, counting calories is tedious, but it does work. And after a while you can kind of start to eyeball it, but like if you're really trying to skate that 200, I mean, you really got to pay attention to to it if you're skating that thin line of 250 calories. Wow. Well, Jason, let me tell you, I want to thank you because this is a ton of good information. And in addition to the great product that you've created, uh, Regain, where can we find you if we're looking for you online? So if you want to follow us online, find out when we're finally going to be um, in your area. Uh, we are in Illinois. We are based out of Chicago at the moment. Um, we are getting requests in surrounding states, our website, our Facebook and our Instagram is all just regain sports drink. So if you just type that in, you'll you'll be able to find us. So regain sports drink. It's all about recovery. 
and we hopefully answered a lot of Dan's questions from Australia, and hopefully uh, he'll put some of that information to good use. Jason, again, thank you so much for being with us on the Geek with Muscles podcast. This has been amazing, super educational. Next episode, we'll be back again with the almost famous TJ George Jet. Jason, thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, and have a great night. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find more of me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and geekwithmuscles.com. We absolutely loved having you. I think I pushed the wrong button. <laughs>